Hello everyone, hey, welcome to another episode of The Front. My name is Mike Phillips and I will be your host. This today is going to be another, whoops, see there's the loudness of it. This is going to be a uh, live leadership lesson with my friend Rob Holman. So I'm going to get going here with that shortly. As a quick reminder, you can always check out leadtheteam.net for free sales training, for motivational content, and for leadership tips. Also, if you would subscribe to leadtheteam.tv, that's my YouTube channel, subscribe there so you get notified every time we go live just like this. You could hear I have me going live on the side over here. And uh, you get notified when new episodes get uploaded. So I would love to have you be a participant. So like I said, I'm going to get into it with my friend, Rob Holman, right after this. This show is about motivation, positive attitudes, and taking action let's get pumped forge the path get fired up thanks for tuning in to lead the teams the front and now your host mike phillips all right yes we are live ladies and gentlemen we're here for a live leadership lesson from the front with my friend right there, Mr. Rob Holman. Rob, how are you doing this evening? Oh, Mike! Hey, great to see you, man. I've always enjoyed our conversations. Absolutely. And uh, trust me trust me about this. You and I know you put two passionate people together. Bombs are ready to go off. And uh, hopefully it's a good, you know, I'm sure it's going to be a good substance. So uh, it's a good kind of a bomb, you know? It's, it's, it's like the bomb.com, right? It's the good stuff. So, hey, Rob, do me a favor because I, I am, uh, my audience heavily is automotive and, and some business people. And so if you would, so as anyone out there can see, it's Rob Holman with the Lead the Way movement. If you would, just kind of give the viewers an idea of what is your business background? Who is Rob Holman? What do you do? Where are you from? And uh, a, a little bit of, of your past history. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Listen, I'm honored to be with you and uh, your entire audience. So it's a joy. If you if your audience can't tell already, I'm a very shy person. Uh, I don't like people at all. No, I uh, I thoroughly uh, love life. I'm passionate about life. I've got to go back at least, at least briefly to uh, my senior year of college. I was age 21, went to a private university right outside of Philadelphia called Widener University. Entering into my senior year of college, I was captain captain of the basketball team. And uh, it's supposed to be the best year of your life, Mike. You know what I mean? And I found out that I had a, uh, a tumor in my abdomen area that went undiagnosed for about a month and a half. Doctors were not ruling out cancer. Quite frankly, they didn't know what it was. And after about oh, a month right. and a half, I saw an ultrasound specialist at UPenn Hospital in Philadelphia. And this time was going to be very different than any other doctor visits that I've ever been on because this doctor said, I cannot explain what I'm about to tell you but uh, you, you came in with a tumor, you don't have a tumor any longer. And you better believe coming out of a miraculous healing, it was a huge wake up call in my life. I started to ask questions I had never asked before. Who am I? Why am I here? What's part of my uniqueness? And, uh, and that Wait, started a journey I, for me. I'm sorry to stop you here for a second, yeah. but j j so, so you went in, you were diagnosed with a tumor and yeah. then you went back in and they said, hey, you don't have a tumor anymore. So they were certain there was a tumor and then there wasn't a tumor. Oh yeah, they weren't ruling out cancer. It was so wow. weird because they weren't ruling out cancer. Think of it, 21 years old, I got the rest of my life ahead of me, Absolutely. arguably the best year of my life and now I'm 
kid with this thing and it went undiagnosed. So I was a wreck for about a month and a half until I saw that ultrasound specialist. And I'll tell you, it's like in my life, that was something that happened that that was my big wake up call. And so from that point forward, you know, I didn't change black and white overnight, but it changed the trajectory of my life. And I, again, I started to ask questions I'd never asked before. And, uh, and you better believe, man, I, we had a pretty good basketball season that year, made it to the NCAA tournament, finally graduate from college. And uh, after my senior year, where a lot of my friends right. were on the seven or eight year plan, if you know what I mean. I do. And uh, I was ready to get, I was ready to move on. And I wanted to pursue a professional basketball career, which I had an opportunity to do so. And also, so I was, I, I had my, my site on the NBA and got to work a pro workout in the Atlantic Basketball Association for a team out of Newcastle, Delaware. Okay. And then at around that same time started my first company. And then, so picture this, that started my entrepreneurial journey as well as pursuing a professional basketball career at the same time. Wow. And here, here I am now, 21 years later, I've started nine different organizations, six for-profit, three non-profit, and had a professional basketball career that spanned about seven years. That is, what a that wild is, journey, what, man. That's, that's oh. awesome. And so, I mean, and, and you said uh, you've, you've started all these different businesses and organizations. What, what sort of businesses? Can you expand on that? So, so you're kind of the serial entrepreneur, if you will? Yeah, so anything from a couple different churches to okay. uh, non-denominational churches, to a basketball clothing company, to a uh, humanitarian philanthropy organization that uh, networked with churches and ministries and businesses to make a global impact uh, through humanitarian projects. Oh my and we even did work in the Middle East and Afghanistan and other areas as well. And so, uh, yeah, and then a couple consulting businesses as well. So I just, I don't know, I'm one of these guys to roll up my sleeves take a risk sure. when maybe no one else is willing to, because I really sense in my heart that I have this vision that God's given me to start, you know, and start rallying some people around that vision and let's go at it. Cause life's too short. Absolutely. The uh, you know, you and I were talking right beforehand also, what, what, what did we say? And it's uh basketball's like life. Cause you got to take a lot of shots and you got to have a lot of balls, right? I'll say it. I'll say it. No, I mean, there's a there's a theme there. So, you, the, I mean, you have got so much experience in all these different businesses and building people and building uh, companies up. So let me ask you, Rob, if there was one single thing that you are known for right now, if you were to ask maybe your clients and the people that you, you have a relationship that are close, are close to you. If there was something that Rob Holman is known for, what is that, man? Yeah, I, I'd probably say my passion. I mean, passion, like I believe in something and I go after it and I let other people know about it. I'm a firm believer, Mike, that, you know, if you, if you know, and you begin to realize and embrace that your life matters, that you're unique apart from seven and a half billion people on the planet. Right. And you begin to find out what your core is, what your core message is then we, you have a responsibility to shout it to the world and to start getting other people excited about it. And so for me, throughout the last so many years, I've just had, you know, I've had an understanding and I always have a deeper understanding of who I am, what my sphere of influence is, and I just want to encourage people. I want to inspire people as much as possible. And that's really a part of the Lead the Way movement uh, where I find myself today. 
Yeah, so expand on that some. What is, because that's one of the things I have here is Lead the Way Movement. I know I'm engaged uh, in social media and some groups with you in the Lead the Way Movement. And you have a few uh, specific trademarks, some things that, that you do. And that's one of the things that's, and I, sorry not to backtrack, my brain fires off like in all these different directions. So no, I just I love ask it. a question, you know, I, that's why you and I fit together. So uh, I would agree with you, passionate and energetic, super high energy and fun uh, from from what I know of you. I mean, you and I have, have talked once or twice and like even through your messages, we're setting up for this show, right? And so so you guys that are watching can understand the first thing that Rob sends, like I'm sending all the technical stuff and Rob and we got to do this and da, 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 and and I would get back some really positive thing. So we, yeah, ready to go. The big thumbs up, right? Like yeah, the passion comes through even in your typed uh, in your typed memos. Yeah. So, yeah. so expand. I'm known, I'm known to let the exclamation points fly, Mike. Absolutely. Lots of exclamation points, lots of thumbs up. So, uh, do me a favor and explain it, or can you put into words a little bit, you know, the 10 second elevator pitch, and then you can go on to explain it longer than that. But what is the lead the way movement? Yeah. I've seen so many people over the years, and there's research to back this up, that so many working professionals are disengaged from what they do day in and day out. And in a sense, I'm like, I just shout. I'm like, no, that can't be. Life is too short. It's way too significant. Your life matters. And you have an opportunity to leave a positive imprint on this earth the way that no one else can. And so for me, I want to do something about that. What my findings have been, again, based on experience as well as research is, We've got to learn what it means uh, when we talk about personal leadership. If we want to lead other people much more effectively, let's learn what it means to lead ourselves effectively first. And out of that place, then we become a fire hydrant of passion, purpose, and vision. And it can't help but just feed everyone else that's in your sphere of influence. So for me, I want to focus on the individual first, their uniqueness, their significance, their core message, their purpose, their vision. And out of that place, then, you begin to reach other people much more passionately, much more in a transformational fashion. I would absolutely agree with that. And that's awesome. The, I mean, just the way that you put it is awesome. The, the other uh, trademark that you have that I've seen over and over again is the philosophy of now, they, and these may tie together. You may say, Mike, I just told you what that is. Well, what is the philosophy of inside out leadership? Because you have inside out leadership trademarks, right? So what's the philosophy yeah. behind that? Yeah, inside out, and it does go hand in hand with lead the way. I, inside out is all about so much the world operates and functions from the outside in, meaning uh, they're trying, like a lot of leaders, motivational tactics and strategies, and they're not all bad to try to influence and impact their workers to maximize performance, for instance. Right. For me, I'm like, and they're actually trying, by that stuff, they, they mean well. They're trying to actually get into the heart and the mind of the worker. And it can work to some degree, but I believe wholeheartedly, and I'm under the strong conviction, there is a better way. Why not understand about your uniqueness and the uniqueness of individuals around you and start to focus on the inside so it works itself out? And so I've developed an entire philosophy over the last 21 years called my inside out leadership philosophy. And we deal with stuff you know, in there about everything from it's all about perspective to redefining okay. success. I mean, those, those alone are two biggies right there. Like it's all about perspective and redefining success. All about perspective and redefining success. So it, what is, when you're saying redefining success for the individual, what's your definition of success, Rob? 
Yeah. Mine is positively impacting as many people as possible. And it starts in my, with my sphere of influence. I'm a big one for stewardship. And uh, I've, I've always enjoyed the Bible verse, you know, you're, you're faithful with little, God will mm -hmm. give you more. And so looking around, you know, starting with myself, you know, here's the temptation. We'll look around first to other people and try to be a good steward with them. But am I being a good steward with myself, with my mind, my heart, my body, my relationships, my finances, just everything in me and that comes out of me? And I've just learned that when you become a good steward of yourself and what God's entrusted in your care, now you begin helping those around you much more effectively learning about stewardship. So, and so for me, it's about positive influence. It's not about how much money I can make. I got to be honest with you though, Mike, mm -hmm. earlier in my career, it, if I was really honest, it, it was about getting my name in the newspaper. It was about what I can do, how I can build, how many people I can attract. You notice the common uh, thing that I mentioned, I, 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 I in that. I did. And I've only, I've only come to understand that the more hidden that I can be in serving other people around me, the better, because that's what real movement's all about. And so this lead the way movement that goes hand in hand with my inside out leadership, it's truly under, uh, people understanding who they are and live according to their purpose so that their voice can be heard, but not in the way that people would actually think it would be heard, where you speak with a microphone, a megaphone, you shout to the world, but actually channeling that energy, that passion, that enthusiasm with investing your life into the one and start to elevate them. And that's why I find that true movement, grassroots movement really, really kicks in. Yeah, no, that, and that's amazing. I think it's, I actually do use a megaphone to speak sometimes. You could ask anybody who's seen me. I have a megaphone and it's awesome. And that and that's fun, but I, I hear exactly what you're saying. It's, you know, not necessarily you, you or I shouting from the mountaintop, but getting other people to shout with you and you shouting in tandem with them. So... Let me ask you from the outside, Rob, what are some some key characteristics then that and, and I I probably could guess at a few of that you're going to say, but what are uh, on the outside? Yeah, well, if you have somebody that is in a leadership role, that that is a real leader, not just by title, but someone that is a leader, what are some of the key characteristics that you would use to define that person that you'd say, Hey, that, you know, this person is a leader is this, this, you know, maybe three to, to five really strong characteristics of a leader. Number one, and, and some could say these aren't in any particular order, but all extremely valuable. Sure. One who walks in humility, that truly does begin to grasp that it's not about them. And, and it, it's about getting under people only to lift them up and to elevate them above yourself. Second would be someone who's a really good listener. Someone who just, you know, in their sphere of influence does more listening than speaking to try to understand to, to, okay. to you know, people are honored when we listen. People feel appreciated. People feel respected uh, because their voice is being heard. Third, I, I'd say um, passion. And passion doesn't look how I, you know, ah, like this. It can look like that. But it can also, you know, someone being comfortable in their own skin and being excited about life and what they put their hands and feet to day in and day out. I'd say a fourth area would uh, someone fill with purpose, someone who's really uh, excited about their mission in life. It's kind of found their mission, so to speak, and they're living according to it. They don't compromise. 
that purpose that they've been given. And I'd say lastly, at least for this conversation, I'd say sure. focus. I'd say focus. I think focus is a very underestimated thing in leadership. But the, the really impactful leaders in my life and I've read about, I've been impacted by one way, shape or form are very focused individuals. Even though they have a lot going on, a lot of influence, a lot of responsibility, they remain laser like focused. And I think that goes a long way, too. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you. The, the last one and focus, I think, because it allows, like you said there at the end, the laser like focus, it allows them to get down and really cut a path you know if you're if you're somebody that is a leader that and there are times that you there are a bunch of different definitions for people that are leading you know in most cases when we talk about somebody that's leading we say oh well it's because they've got to be out front i don't know that a leader always has to be out front but in those instances where you're trying to cut that path i i think you do you need to show some fearlessness and you need to show some focus and you need to you know, have that purpose, not just for yourself, but to be able to uh, to be able to act accurately communicate that purpose to the rest of your team. You know, that's right. So uh, because you're a passionate guy, we're kind of we're we're moving right along, man. That, that time goes so fast <laughs> when we get these and, and I'm live. It's just crazy. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm going to ask you, because you are such a passionate person, and I want to make sure and get this question out. If someone is searching for their passion, because a lot of people like they they will say, well, I like this. I like this yeah. thing. And they sometimes mistakenly think, well, that that must be my passion because I like it. And sometimes it is, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but but framing that up, if somebody is looking for their passion, they want to know, really, what should I be doing? What should I be yeah. chasing? Uh, what advice would you give to this next generation of people that are coming up, the next set of leaders, the next set of, of middle managers, the next set of entrepreneurs? If they're trying to find what they're passionate about, what advice would you give them for that, Rob? What could you talk all day long about? And let's say you, you're so used to talking about this thing, but it's almost, and let's say you've talked about it a million times, but each time after that, it's like the first time you're, you're talking about it. You know, we've got to find those things. You know, some could consider them hobbies. Some could consider them extracurricular activities. Maybe it's some bit of the work that you find yourself engaged in day in and day out. But nonetheless, there's something that not just interests us, but mm -hmm. we could talk about it. And it's not work. And there just seems to be an abundance of fruit that comes out of it when you're engaged in this, when you're speaking about it. You can't help but get other people interested about it. You know, I'll give you an example. Like for me, Mike, I'm passionate about the game of basketball. I've lived it. I, sure. you know, now back in the day when I used to play really competitive basketball, I would eat, sleep, breathe, you name it, right? And then I learned about something called balance. And, <laughs> but basketball for me is something that I'm passionate about. And guess what? I've went after certain uh, companies. I've, I've started certain companies that were basketball focused, a motivational basketball camp business I talked about before. We also have, we had a basketball clothing business. So for me, you know, I, I just encourage people, you know, here's a fun way to look at it too. If you were to start your own TV show, what would it be about? I would do That's minor leadership. Thing. See? <laughs> I said, so, I, Mike, I bet you the little bit I know about you and the conversations yeah. we've had that you're a little passionate about leadership. Absolutely. So, you know, what are the books that you, you tend to gravitate towards? What are the television shows, you know? Maybe some people don't want to admit, but- Nonetheless, 
I'll make a strong argument that the very things that we find ourselves in research, reading about, talking to others about, that we're energized when we're doing just that, not just talking about it, but engaged in the actual work itself. Whether it, again, it's what you do or an aspect of what you do and get paid for already, or it's a hobby of sorts. And when you start to realize that, I'd encourage you, let the dreaming process go wild. Start to get together with other passionate people, start sharing some ideas, some concepts, some things, and it might help you focus a little bit more in the workplace with what you're already engaged in, or it can help you reconsider or consider work outside what you're currently doing that may eventually lead to something much larger than you could ever ask or think. I absolutely, you know, I find myself interviewing people and, and there's nobody to this point as I'm listening because everybody is passionate about the things that I'm talking to them about. There's no one that I've said, yeah, no, Rob, I don't get that. I don't agree with, I agree with you wholeheartedly. One of the things I find so unique about passion and, and, uh, like you have three kids, I have three kids. And I remember when my uh, last child was born, my daughter and having to repaint the room. Now, her room was about the color of the wall behind me, okay? Yeah. Not really yeah. conducive for a little girl's room, but yeah. because, and, and I, I'm not a fan of painting. However, when you have something else driving behind it, right? It was amazing how quickly we could paint that room, how passionate I was about it because I was doing it for somebody else other than myself. And I was excited to see the outcome. You see, know, I oh, love yeah. that. And, Hey, and I'll share this with you just so this thought doesn't escape me. Yeah. And I'll be, I'll keep, I'll keep this tight because I know we're climbing up on time. I cannot believe it. Anyway, passion, when we start to realize and embrace passion areas. Yep. Here's, passion is a huge part of our purpose. You see, like I just understood, like if you want to really discover your existence, like your personal existence on, on the earth, that's so unique. It's so awesome. It's so Uh, life milestone, your strengths, your passion, uh, passion areas, your giftedness. You got to look at all these different, even your personal core values. When you start to look at some of these things, passions are a huge aspect of that, that actually when you start to not just acknowledge, but fully embrace and work with a full head of steam behind you in the area of passion. Now you start living according to your purpose more. And who doesn't want to live more according to their purpose? This is where meaning and significance truly takes place. So some amazing things come out of that. Absolutely. I, I I cut you off there for a second. It cut to me and then back to you. Sorry about that, Rob. So no, I, I think those are, are really valid statements. One, uh, one last question, then we'll kind of close out. If you, you know, I and I asked this question, I do go out of my way to ask this question on every one of my shows, like if you could go back in time and give yourself your teenage self one tip, and I know we can't go back in time and we can't give our teenage selves one tip. But you can give, and I, and I kind of was talking about this with the passion part of it. What are a few things you could tell somebody that is in business? Say, hey, you really need to work on this and you need to work on this. What are a couple tangible things that you think they could work on that will really propel them forward in business? Yeah, I think one thing is live an intentional life of gratitude. I have learned, you know, a lot of times people are like, I just want to be more positive, but the world keeps spinning and problems keep coming at me and I'm putting five fires during the course of the day. And I, I think I'm a pretty positive person, but I want to be more of a positive person. Matter of fact, I want to live 
more of a, a, of a gratitude lifestyle. I don't just want it to be something that I do or some discipline I have. I want to see the levees break down in my life and be a positive person and just influence people in that way. I would say an invaluable, invaluable thing is have times throughout the course of your day where you give intentional thanks. And what I mean by that is, I always give this example, Mike, you wake up in the morning and you're bombarded with life, right? You, the temptations are there for all of us. You got social media to hop on right quick. You got the newspaper to read. You got the, the you know, check the message to see who called late night or in the middle of the night. Like there's going to be a whole lot of people, but nonetheless, the world hits us. And instead of the world dictating my day, I'd rather take the bull by my day by the bull, bull by the horns and literally taking control of my day. I don't want to go down the world's negative bent because there's a lot of negativity in the world. I agree. With I that. want to be a true change agent. And one of the most uh, important aspects of being a change agent is learning the discipline of giving thanks. Start your day with giving thanks. I call giving God your first fruits. Like as soon as you wake, as soon as the eyeballs wake, whether you're in bed, go grab a cup of coffee. Instead of like going at other things right away, I call it busy work. Right. Spend time in just silence for a moment and take a deep breath and be thankful for who you are, what you have, and the life you've been given. And if you do that and you work that in as a discipline, you better watch out because things are going to bound to happen. The levees will break down and the world's waiting with bated breath for the gratitude to just burst through you. And that's when a major impact can begin coming about because you do become a change agent when you are a person filled with gratitude, thankfulness, and uh, and the world needs it. Man, that is awesome. So that I, you're, you're gonna turn it, when you're talking about a change agent, that's like a, you, that you're turning people into rockets of positivity, right? Just launch out of bed and get going, boom, right? Off and going. So, and and I wholeheartedly, I do the same thing. You know, I, that little yeah. little different probably uh, methodology, but yeah. same deal. Once your fit, your feet hit the ground, man, up running and yeah. and going, and uh, just, yeah. I, I I love it. So and I got and, and real yep. quick, I got to yep. share this. Sorry, I, there's no, so much. Please I, keep going, I, okay. man. We got all night. <laughs> oh, okay, so you know you wake up right, and uh -huh. I know people have their routine. And everyone right. has the fuzzy face when they wake up. Let's be honest. Everyone has a different looking fuzzy face, but we all got it. The cobwebs are there. For me, if you look at it, look at your life with the cobwebs in the morning. Would you rather start to see those cobwebs cleared out by social media right away, by the world's negativity in what you read in the newspaper or on the internet? Or would you rather go in and clear those cobwebs out with just straight up, uh, good things, straight up positive things, straight up life-giving and life-breathing things. And I've seen this, Mike, not just personally, I've seen companies adopt this to where mm -hmm. when they come in and have their meetings, they don't start being problem-focused. They start being like thankful first. And companies, I mean, I've, had, I've worked with companies where they literally, they have a gratitude wall at work. And as soon as they come in That's every awesome. day, each team member has a sticky, different color sticky note. Some got the pink, they got the blue, you got the yellow. And as soon as you come in, you go to the wall of gratitude. What are the three to five things you're most grateful for today as soon as you step foot in the office? Now, you're talking about not just an individual engaging in that on a personal basis, but a team engaging in that? Forget about it. Man, that, that's a whole different uh, – it's creating a whole different aura. 
I mean, that's it creating is. a whole different like energy bubble. What I found interesting is you're saying, hey, it's not being problem focused. I, most people say, yeah, don't be problem focused. You got to be solution focused. But right. you, you went even a step. I, I, I don't want to say a step further. Like you went a step that way, right? And said, no, be <laughs> gratitude focused. It, yeah, well, right. but that's the thing. Rather than just stepping left or right, you're headed in a whole different direction with it. And I think that's just massive. So uh, as as we're closing, that's cool. The gratitude wall, that's a really cool yeah. idea. So as we're closing out here, Rob, do me a favor. How, how? First off, thank you so much for spending some time with me and the viewers and and really investing yourself. I think there's a lot of insight. I've got a full page of notes here that I'll I'll recap and and reblog. And certainly we want whether people are watching live, do me a favor still, I know we're coming to the end of the show, but share this video. If you're gaining something from, from Rob's insight and his knowledge, share the video, keep those likes coming. Uh, if you're watching it later and you're gaining something out of it, you can always share it. That's why we archive it. So uh, do me a favor, Rob, how can people get a hold of you? How can they get in touch with you if they want to uh, hook up with just your, uh, for lack of a better word, your awesomeness? Oh, no, I, listen, I just first want to say, Mike, thank you. I, I truly am honored uh, that you'd have me on and that your audience would put up with me for as long as they have and my passion. Uh, I would say probably the two best ways for people to connect with me. One would be just go to my personal website and that's robholman.com and that's Rob with two Bs. And second is I wrote a book that came out about a year ago called Lead the Way and uh, surprise, surprise. Mm -hmm. And uh, and the book does have a website and that's leadthewaybook.com. So. Okay, great. So robholman.com, leadthewaybook.com. I'll have links if anybody would like to buy Rob's book. I'll have links to the book on Amazon on my blog page. And then as I asked before, please, you know, share the video. So thanks again, Rob, for coming on. I'm going to go ahead and take us out right now. Sounds great. All right. So for everybody that tuned in, again, if you tuned in live, thank you so much. Do me a favor, share the video. I know I've asked that a couple times, but that's one way we can get the word out. Get the word out on leadership and training and sales and positivity and momentum and movement and Rob Holman because he is an absolutely awesome individual and there are other people that should be learning from him as well. So share that video. And I will tell you just a quick reminder, I do this every Wednesday night. I'm doing the live leadership lessons where I have a live interview with somebody that is in a leadership role in business somewhere and it's not even always in the United States. So we got more to come and I would love for you to tune in Wednesdays. I also do episodes of The Front on Sundays. I don't lock myself into a time there, but I do post them. Sometimes they're produced, sometimes they're live. You never know what you're gonna get, but they're always gonna happen. So I'd love to see you there. I'll tell you what, until we speak next, everybody, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. We'll talk to you soon, everyone. Have a great night.